0: Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network, at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 1st of January, 2024, the 20th of Tevet 5784. Hope you are well. Hope you are safe in your part of the world as we begin a new year on the Gregorian calendar, January the 1st. So for those who celebrate, Happy New Year. For a lot of us, New Year's was back in September with the month of Tishrei. Of course, times were very different back then, before October the seventh, before Simchat Torah, and here we are, nearly three months following uh, the Hamas massacre of October the seventh. I'm recording today from Gush Etzion. I'm actually outdoors. We'll have to see how that how this uh, impacts the audio quality. You might be hearing things in the backgrounds in the background here in Gush Etzion, cars going by, people walking around. Um, I'm not gonna say it's life as normal, it's hardly normal right now here in Israel, but life is continuing. The restaurants behind me are open, the pizza place is open, the ice cream is open, the hummus bar is open, and people are going about their business, people are working those who are not in the reserve uh, units down in Aza right now, <clears throat> the soldiers of course still in Aza, and we pray, we pray for our brave men and women, children really, who are fighting, fighting for good, fighting for light, with all of the evil, all of the darkness, which is Hamas, which is Aza, Gaza. And we'll talk about that that in just a few minutes here. But let's, let's get to the news. As the clock struck midnight and we entered 2024 here in Israel, hundreds of thousands, if not more, if not millions of Israelis had to run to the bomb shelters. Reported here by JNS. And I can tell you I saw my phone going crazy at exactly 12 o'clock. This morning, the Hamas terror group welcomed in the new year by launching a wave of rockets toward southern and central Israel. More than 20 rockets were launched at Israeli population centers just after midnight, as I said, sending millions racing for the shelters. We're talking about Rehovot, Cholon, Lod, Modi'in, Ashdod, Sterod, Tel Aviv. The Iron Dome defense system intercepted most of the projectiles. Some landed in open areas, no reports of damage or injuries other than, of course, the psychological trauma of having to run for your life. So for those who thought that Hamas is out of rockets and missiles, guess again. It seems that as Israel is pulling reservists out of Gaza to perhaps, and that's also in the news today, perhaps to get ready for fighting in the north, the south is far from over. Several reports I saw today indicated that this is going to be a long, long war, which will last way into 2024. But it does feel like the war is changing now, and I just hope we don't pull too many troops out of there until it's over. I don't have the inside information. I'm not a military strategist. Um, unless, Unless, of course, it means you're pulling troops out in order to use the air force instead to bomb to bomb the terrorists from the air and let me be clear not just buildings but terrorists okay and i'm not this isn't a critique of the idf i'm just saying let's bomb them from the air let's hit them from the air as the israeli young woman mia her last name slips my mind right now who was, kept, who was held as a captive for over 50 days and told her story to Channel 12 uh, several days ago here. She said, as a hostage in Gaza, she said there are no civilians in Gaza. And that's not only me talking. That's not me talking. That's someone who survived the hell over there. That's someone who saw firsthand that in a, so- in a society without God, anything is possible. And that's really the biggest lesson from October the 7th. They are a society without God. They claim they are acting for Allah, a higher power, right? But in reality, they are a godless society. Just like Nazi Germany was a godless society. And in a godless society, rape, torture, murder, anything goes. And that's what we must realize. And that's why we have to keep going until all of Hamas, their leaders, their fighters, and their supporters must be wiped out. They all must go. Mia Shen, that's this young woman's name. She said, there are no civilians in Gaza. There are no civilians in Gaza. Those are her words, not mine. She survived that hell. Uh, here is some, some good news here. Uh, Israel continued pressing its Gaza offensive in the new year, killing a Hamas commander in an airstrike. This is the way it should be. And pounding more of the terrorist group's infrastructure, the IDF said this morning, Monday morning. An Air Force fighter jet directed by ground forces killed Adil Misma. He is the Nukba com, uh, Company commander in the central Gaza Strip, Deir al-Bala. He was in charge of he, uh, commanding the terrorists who attacked Kibbutz Kisufim on October the 7th, where eight residents and six Thai workers were murdered, and at least four people were abducted. In this same uh, monster, Misma, he directed other Hamas terrorists to other communities, including Be'eri, Kibbutz, and Kibbutz Nirim, where a total of 135 Israelis were murdered. So bottom line, there is a little less evil in the world today. And that's a good thing. And we have to keep going until we get every single one of these guys. Until every one of these guys is gone, we have to keep going. South Africa. They're in the news this week, and for all the wrong reasons. JNS reported that Jerusalem slammed South Africa on Friday for taking a genocide case against Israel to the International Court of Justice in The Hague over its prosecution of the war in Gaza and a move which was praised by Hamas, the government there in uh, South Africa, in uh, Prutaria, which is the capital, I didn't even realize that was the capital, c- accused Jerusalem of violating its obligations under the Geneva Convention by intending to destroy what they call Palestinians in Gaza as part of a broader, a part of the broader Palestinian national racial and eth- ethnical group. So I have a lot of issues with that right there. There is no such thing as a, so-called Palestinian ethnical national group. They are Arabs like Arabs from the rest of the Middle East. Arabs are from Arabia. Jews are from Judea. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. Uh, there never was a Palestinian state, of course, and there's no such thing as a distinct Palestinian. But, but South Africa doesn't care about that. Prime Minister Netanyahu criticizing South Africa at yesterday's cabinet meeting, um, rightfully so. Uh, the South African government, this is what we're talking about here. This is called uh, apartheid guilt. Here's a country which practiced real apartheid for years, and they have guilt about it, so they're quick to accuse Israel of apartheid. And this is really this is an insult to those who, are, who suffer true apartheid in that very country. It's an insult to these people. And this is a way for them to feel better about their apartheid past. So, of course, these sick people go after Israel. So my suggestion is, look in the mirror and leave Israel alone. Plenty of South Africans who actually took the time to visit Israel recognize that there is no apartheid here in Israel. It's time for the government in that country to do the same. For shame, for shame to the South African government for going after Israel. Look in the mirror, you hypocrites before you come after the one and only Jewish state. Look at your past and what you did and realize it's nowhere in any way, shape, or form similar to the situation here in Israel. I know you won't, and I know you don't care, but you have no morals. You're on the wrong side of history, the South African government. Uh, Times of Israel reported that Israeli fighter jets on Sunday night downed two apparent drones Launched by the Islamic Resistance in Iraq, a coalition of Iranian-backed parliamentary, paramilitary, sorry, paramilitary groups, one over northern Israel and the other outside Israeli airspace. The IDF said a suspicious aerial target, believed to be a drone that was heading toward Israel from the east, was downed by a fighter jet outside Israeli airspace. So you have one drone down in northern Israel, another one, it looks like, over Jordan. Um, maybe Syria, but perhaps Jordan. So, but the bottom line from this story is everyone is trying to get on, this, get in on this. Now's the time to attack Israel, right? Hezbollah, of course. What's going on in in Gaza, Gaza, the 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 Houthis, all of these groups. Everyone sees this as an opportunity to try and attack Israel, and I hope we wipe them all out now more than ever. Now more than ever is a time for Israel to flex, to flex its its muscle to flex its strength. And strength is the only answer here in the Middle East. Whether it's against Iraq, these groups in Iraq, or Qatar, or Iran, and of course, of course, Gaza, no terrorists, no terrorists should be safe in this region. We should go after everybody. And that's why we have a Jewish state. That's why we have an army and an air force to go after this evil. Protect Jews in this country and all over the world, really. It must be done. It doesn't matter where or how, we have the resources and the capability to do so, and all these terrorist groups are getting in on the action must be wiped out. Uh, the Jerusalem Post reported here that a reservist for the IDF voiced strong criticism of media coverage, <clears throat> contrasting it with reality. He wrote an anonymous letter, which was shared on social media. And I'm talking about media coverage here in Israel. I'm not even talking about the foreign press. I'm talking about the local stations here in Israel. Um, In this letter, he lamented, We already lost in the media, but on the ground, the reality is completely different. Accusing the media of weakening the spirit of the people, strengthening, strengthening Hamas, raising the prices of this war. 48-year-old, he's a 48-year-old uh, soldier and a doctor. He recounted, recounted his uh, his experiences in Gaza in great detail. He described the destruction he witnessed, the piles of concrete, heaps of concrete, the skeletons of crushed cars from tanks, and all the devastation in a, in a positive, when I say in a positive way, I'm talking about the self-defense launched by israel the necessary self-defense launched against the terrorist infrastructure in gaza so here he's describing what he saw there and how the idf was truly taking it to the evil Uh, but he expressed frustration over the media's focus on negative aspects which he believes weakens national morale he said that no one's talking about the victories the achievements the actual control of the territory the soldier also reflected on the new generation of fighters whom he observed closely. He said, Our fighters are imbued with a sense of mission, determination, and sacrifice, professional and deadly. He criticized the media for creating a disconnect between the public, public perception and the actual events, stating, They have no idea what you see, read, and hear in the media. He urged for a change in the narrative to provide hope and optimism, and to focus on the sacrifices and victories rather than disputes and controversies. And since I am not part of the so-called mainstream media, this is what I try to do. So you can go to my social media accounts, I try to provide the truth and show that we are sticking it to Hamas. Enough portraying weakness and focusing on the disputes and the controversies. This is the Middle East folks. Okay, you show weakness and you lose. It is important. Okay, it is important to show, in my opinion, number one, the strength of our soldiers and the important and holy work they are doing, taking care of this evil in Aza and portray them as heroes as they are. And number two, it's important to show Hamas being humiliated. Okay, okay. This is an issue of strength and weakness. These are the values of the Arab world of the Middle East. This isn't the U.S.-Canadian border. You must humiliate the enemy. You show them they are weak. This will take the spirit out of them. This is a huge insult to them personally and to their society, this evil society I talked about before, and they take it to heart. And that's why it's important to show these monsters in their underwear, being arrested, and to show the destruction, and to show what Israel is doing in Aza. shouldn't be ashamed of it, or embarrassed of it, or afraid to show it. Enough showing all, uh, all the negative. Folks, losing here, losing this war is not an option. Failure is not an option. And I understand why uh, this soldier was anonymous with his comments. But the media needs to be held accountable. The anti-Israel media bias from the foreign press is bad enough. Let's not have that at home as well. Let's focus on the truth. Let's focus on the strength. Let's focus on the bravery. And I'm not singling singling out any any individual media outlet here. Okay, and we're pretty limited. I mean, if you talk about television news, there are, what, four stations Four news outlets on television, and then you have all the, the print in the social media and uh, the internet and all the others. Let's focus on the reality. Let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the strength, and let's send that message. Hamas is monitoring our media. They see what's going on here. They saw the rift in this society here before October the 7th. Let's show our strength. Let's show our unity, and let's show how we are sticking it to the terrorists in Gaza. And our, and how brave our soldiers are. And yes, there are losses. Terrible, terrible losses. Soldiers who are falling in battle. But we are winning this war. We'll continue to win this war. And that is the story. That is the truth. And let's share the truth, folks. Let's share the reality with the rest of the world. It all starts at home. We have to do it here. So I subscribe to what this soldier was saying. Um, Here is our weekly anti-semitism report. So anti-semitism comes in all shapes and sizes and forms. And now they're going after video games or at least Jews who play video games, pro-Israel Jews who play video games. The combat anti-semitism movement yesterday slammed the organizers of several professional what are called Super Smash Brothers tournaments over their removal of a gamer from New York City who was facing a torrent of online harassment and discrimination because of his pro-Israel views, things that he said on social media. So the uh, 20-year-old Felix Hassan, who plays video games, okay, they're gamers, and this is a huge industry, it's a billion dollar industry, and they have these tournaments where you play video games and you compete against other players in these video games. And apparently, there was a huge tournament scheduled for later on this week, January fifth to the seventh, in New York. And the organizer is obviously a Jew hater, an Israel hater, and a Jew hater. He goes by the name Arrowdusk. Okay, it's a whole different world, and I don't understand the gaming world. But he threw this kid, this Felix Hassan, out of the tournament, out of this gaming tournament. Because of his social media posts expressing solidarity with the state of Israel and the Jewish people. That's where we are, folks. That's what it's come down to. You can't even play video games anymore. People aren't going to play games with you because you are pro-Israel. That's anti-Semitism. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's in the gaming industry or any other industry. Whatever it is but that is the reality right now and again this is just the beginning folks october 7th was the event and the subsequent war were the series of events which caused these antisemitisms to pick their antisemites rather to pick their heads up and you know even as things are difficult here and just a few minutes ago here getting notices on my phone of other rockets being fired by either Hezbollah or Hamas, whomever, at Israel's northern communities just now, just as I'm talking to you. As all that's going on, and as we had the massacre of October 7th, it's still time to come home. You can't even play video games if you love Israel. Just take that to heart. Try to wrap your head around that. You can't even play in a video game tournament if you love the state of Israel. That's where we are now, folks. Anyway, um, I think that's going to do it for today. January the 1st. January the 1st, 2024. A lot of people on social media are not calling it January 1st. They're calling it October, what is it, October 85th or something like that. Because it does feel like that in a certain sense. It does feel like every day is the same and we're still here on October 7th and every day nothing has changed. Okay, on the ground and maybe in people's heads... And I understand it and I agree with it, even though I described at the beginning of this podcast how looking around here in in Kfar Etzion, Gush Etzion, Israel, people are going to work and people are going to the store and the pizza parlor and everything like that. But in the back of everyone's minds here in Israel, every day, every single day is still October the 7th or October the 8th or October the 9th or it's still going on. And the fact that we went from 2023 to 2024 didn't change a thing. Hamas must be wiped out, folks. Destroy Hamas. Hashtag destroy Hamas. It must be done for for us, for the Jewish people. And it must be done for all humanity. This evil must be gone. must be wiped out off the face of this earth. And we'll finish with that. Wishing you a, for those who celebrate, a uh, happy 2024. Shout out to Tabitha Epstein. For everything she does behind the scenes here at the Land of Israel Network. I hope the audio quality was good here. If not, I'm sure Ben Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire, can sort it out. Because I am recording outside here. Something I haven't done in ages, if at all. Um, Get in touch with me during the week. Josh at thelandofisrael.com. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. LinkedIn as well. Hope you're well. Hope you're safe. Wishing everyone a a, a beautiful week. A wonderful week. A safe week. God bless our IDF soldiers for protecting us each and every day 24/7. Shalom shalom from Gush Etzion just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Have a great week everyone.